Welcome to Ghostly. Is the McPike Mansion in Alton, Illinois haunted? Ghostly is a podcast that usually comes out every other week, although next month we're weekly. In each episode, we take a ghost story or paranormal event and look into its complete history. Rebecca then gives us evidence proving that the story is real, and my job is to debate those pieces of evidence and get you, the listener, prepared to vote on if it's real or not. If you haven't yet, please hit that subscribe button. And as always, we're your host. I'm Pat. And I'm Rebecca. And I just want to apologize to everyone for not coming out on time. I've been having some bad sciatica, and it's really hard to be able to just sit and do an episode. Yeah. If any, if you have, if you don't know, it's a back thing. Yeah. It's nerve thing. Maybe it's, it's a ghost thing. I don't know. It's something. Maybe the so. ghosts are getting me. I don't know. Well, I think we rioted too hard at Riot Fest. Yeah, that we was... went to Riot Fest. So. <laughs> no, no. It's it's been something that's been bothering you for a while. So, um, so we are sorry about that. But I'm just gonna say this. I think we're just now starting the weekly episodes early. Yeah, okay. Well, but we're not, <laughs> this is not about a haunted prison. Though. No, this is not fall under the haunted prison thing, but you can expect yeah. episodes weekly from now until Halloween. Yeah, and they will be um, based on haunted prisons. Yeah, super uh, excited. This episode is about, um, and we, you know, we've known about Alton for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They do do like a lot of paranormal stuff there. There's a lot of paranormal conventions there. And um, this is one of the most haunted places considered to be in the country. Yeah, most haunted, one of the most haunted towns in the country and the most haunted place within that most haunted town. Yeah, and a lot of people believe that um, it is more haunted because of the limestone that's used in there. Although oh. this mansion is not made of limestone. No, I had actually heard because it, there's also water by it. So that's yeah. a conductor. So, yeah, with the limestone as well. Yeah. It, you know, you got your yeah double edged sword. Civil War stuff hap- that happened there. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's We're gonna down talk a little by bit St. About Louis. That. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, it's it's a uh, it's a town that we hope to get to. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I know I've been I've been through there. I just never stopped. Okay. So this would be the um, part of the episode where we usually do shout outs. Uh, there are none to do at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but the two the two ways that you can get a shout out on Ghostly is um, to give us a review on Apple Podcast. You know, we always love those five star reviews, but we will read any and all reviews that we receive as we've proven in the past. Uh, the second way is to become a member on Patreon. Just go to ghostlypodcast.com and click on Patreon in the menu bar. We have a few different tiers to choose from, and it's a lot of fun, and you get bonus content. Absolutely. Lots of good stuff over there. Absolutely. This is the time when I would read a listener mail, Ah. but we actually don't have any. Wow. Okay. Well, I do have one thing. You have one thing? Somebody said to me. So we did Elgin Fringe Fest. Yes. And uh, Tanner, who is a really great guy, we really like working with Tanner. Uh, he came up to me and we were talking about the Atahata box mm-hmm. that uh, Neil and Steve use from Graveside Paranormal. Mm-hmm. And when we were there before at this thing called Dark Matters, we invited Neil to do a paranormal investigation of Side Street Studio Arts. That's right. Yeah. And so Tanner had this big reaction to the Atahata box. Which is a spirit box. A spirit box, yeah. yeah. And um, he believed that, you know, well, anyways, let me let me get into another part of that. Then. Okay. So he said that he went home, and whenever you do a tour with Graveside Paranormal, they always um, have you do recordings on 
a uh, EVP thing and yeah you get like a, your own little recorder yeah. and then you get to take home the like the the digital copy of the recording yeah, so they so they email you the yeah. and they emailed it to Tanner Tanner listened to it and he said his grandma um he, she she had a name for him and it said oh, the name that's right in the Adahada box yeah and and he said he could hear it in the recordings too wow um, that, like following him around. Yeah, following him around. Yeah. Because he, when we did the the spirit box reading, he was the one that had like the biggest reaction and yeah. like almost like a whole conversation with his father that he had lost. Mm-hmm. And it was a really emotional thing. Um, but then it sounded like when he got home and listened to this recording, there was like a ton. This is one more. of his grandparents. It was either grandmother or grandfather. I can't remember gotcha. exactly. But I just thought that that was really interesting, and he came up to me and made it a point to tell me this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's it's always interesting that box. It's like sometimes you you use it and nothing really happens, but then when you go back and yeah. listen later, mm. so I mean, it called yeah. Nick a douche. So <laughs> so it is it, it pretty, is pretty accurate. accurate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we always want to hear your stories. Um, we need more stories. We've run out of listener mail. Or if you sent one and I didn't get it. Please yeah. send it again. I mean, I try my very, very best to grab them all. But if for some reason I missed it, you're like, hey, I sent something. And I didn't choose not to read it. I just may have misplaced it. So yeah. please resend it. So send us a story. If you can, uh, email us at info at ghostlypodcast.com or use the contact us form on ghostlypodcast.com. We make it really easy then. Uh, or one of our favorite ways is for you to send us ghost stories in the actual mail mm-hmm. at P.O. Box number 264, Geneva, Illinois, 60134. You're not going to remember any of that. Just go to ghostlypodcast.com and scroll down to the footer and you'll see all, all that information there. Absolutely. So, yeah, send us your stories or your stories that turned out to not be anything. Yeah. It also works. I like skeptic <laughs> stories. Yeah. All right. So uh, it is time for the polls. Yes. Which I'm sure you're excited about because you have won like all I've of the polls lately. I've been winning a lot lately. And I mean, this one is the Hammond Circus train wreck, which even I was slightly skeptical about. <laughs> so. Well, it turns out that it wasn't, I mean, as we we thought it was um, prior to going into that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, whenever I pick a story, I always ask Rebecca if she if she's okay with it. And she was okay with it. Yeah, I saw, the, I saw there were some stories. Yeah. So, uh, but actually the votes, yes, 61.1%. Oh. No, I'm sorry. That that's opposite. That uh, uh, I was very shocked when I saw yeah. that in there. Okay, so so no was sixty one percent, sixty one point one percent. Okay, yeah. and then yes is the thirty eight point nine. Yeah, unfortunately. Okay, that because I was gonna say like even I don't know if I would have voted yeah. yes for that. <laughs> so that seemed really shocking. To and me. the overall rating, uh, just like you know, we give ratings for each bit of evidence. Um, you can give an overall rating to uh, any story. And um, they said 3.61. Yeah. So there you go. Pretty but low. But that's, you know, that's up, not... up there for saying no. I True. mean, yeah. I mean, definitely a lot of tragedy there. But I think someone in one of the comments said it was, um, you know, circus people don't stick around. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was good. It's time for a Oh, 
All right. Are you ready for a ghost story? I am ready for a ghost story. I may have done something not very smart. My daughter told me, well, there goes me going to school and we'll be eating cheese sandwiches from now on. But I just had to do it. I had to buy the McPike Mansion and try to fix it up. It's old, dilapidated, and supposedly haunted. But something just told me to buy it. It's been a few months, and things have happened that I really didn't expect. One day, after only a few weeks of owning the place, I was working in the garden when I happened to look up and see a distinguished-looking older gentleman in the window looking out to the yard. I was about to say something and go find out who it was when he vanished, just just gone. I went inside and nothing, no sign of him. (laughs) So that's when I told the house, no funny business. If you want the house fixed up, then don't scare me. If you do, I'll leave. Then things calmed down for a while. But a few months later, while I was walking around the house, just trying to get through the living room when I tripped on a board and some bricks. As I was falling over, I felt a tug on my sweatshirt, keeping me upright. So I thought, okay, they want me here. They want me to help. I'm still not sure if this was the right decision, but I guess if there is something here, it seems to want me here. Wow. Okay. So how much of that is based on reality? Uh, Almost all of it. I mean, obviously, you know, I made it a little story, but this is what the current owner um, said Mm. in an interview that interesting, uh, pretty similar to this, you know, um, that her daughter was like, oh my gosh, you just spent all this money (laughs) on this thing. (laughs) And, um, and then these are a couple of the stories that happened. And there's nothing wrong with cheese sandwiches, just so everybody, you know, she said, you know, she joked, she said now, you know, she has made it through college, but they still eat cheese sandwiches on Wednesdays. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I just want to be perfectly honest about this. Mm. I do not know of any of the spookiness in this house. The only thing that I saw was some pictures that you sent me. Yes. You sent me two pictures to look at. I looked at those pictures. That is all I know. Well, and it's actually one photo that has two, like yeah. they zoomed in in two different areas of the photo. Sure. So, But that's all that I know, though. Yes. So, all right. Well, let's get to the history. But first, let's take a quick break. Pat, what do creepy stories, funny ghost memes, and inside ghostly information have in common? Um, my life. (laughs) Well, yes, but (laughs) no, it's also Ghostly Society on Facebook. Oh, yeah, I mean, that too, of course. But aren't all ghostly listeners in Ghostly Society? Not yet. What? I mean, that means that they're missing out on all my jokes. Yeah, they are. And missing out on chatting and sharing with other listeners, and us, of course. We love talking to our listeners. If you haven't yet, you should consider joining our private group on Facebook called Ghostly Society. Let's hope now they will. Unless they're a woman in white.
Pat Facts are sponsored by Tarot by Ta. Ta is a professional tarot card reader with over 20 years of experience. He reads at numerous public events, private parties, and personal appointments throughout the greater Chicagoland area. He also does his readings worldwide using the online services like Zoom. And the best part of this whole entire thing is that he's hashtag Team Skeptic. So to find out more about Ta, visit and like his Facebook page at facebook.com slash Ta. Why not show him some love over the spooky season? There you go. Um, I'm sure he would appreciate, you know, a little hay or a little, you know, in- inquiry into a reading or something. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Might as well look him up. <laughs> um, okay. So we're just going to get to the Pat Facts then. Pat Facts. <laughs> okay. So let's start off by talking about Alton. Alton, Illinois is a city on the Mississippi River. Uh, it's in Madison County, Illinois. And it's about 18 miles north of St. Louis, uh, the Missouri side of it. Yeah, I think sometimes, you know, with Illinois, like people forget the the bottom half, the southern half of Illinois is really not like the northern half of Illinois. It's like St. Louis is the big city. It's not Chicago. You know what I mean? Like it's like if they, they wouldn't consider Chicago or Chicago teams or anything like that to be like their hometown no definitely not but they have really good barbecue there oh yeah i mean if you're in st louis Louis. check out the barbecue scene yeah anyways uh henry guest mcpike was the second son of john mountain mcpike and lydia jane guest wow was born in oh sorry i just realized so the mom's last name became his middle name i guess i was like that is such a weird middle name yeah so is mountain so yeah exactly mountain is definitely (laughs) a a weird name (laughs) He was born in uh, Lawrenceburg, uh, which is in Dearborn County, Indiana, on July 6th, 1832. Both his grandfather, uh, Captain James McPike, and Captain um, Moses Guest, uh, as well as his great-grandfather, Peter Dumont, were uh, soldiers of the Revolutionary War under Washington. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. His great-grandfather, Henry Guest, was an American patriot of New Brunswick, New Jersey, uh, whose residence is still standing in that city. This family builds the house to last. They do, obviously. (laughs) Henry Guest McPike was known for being a mayor of Alton and was a fire insurance investor, industrialist, and landowner, owning more than 700 local properties. Wow. Henry was an avid horticulturist, um, founding the oldest horticulture society in Illinois. And Henry was a strong abolitionist. Uh, He was a supporter and friend of Abraham Lincoln and even helped arrange the famed A House Divided debate with Senator uh, Stephen Douglas along Alton's riverfront. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that was, you know, one of the biggest things to happen to Alton. Yeah. In 1869... Henry Guest McPike hired Lucas Pfeiffenberger. Good, yes. Yeah, to construct his home. The mansion was completed in 1871. It's a three-story red brick and white building with white pillars supporting the porch. The mansion contains 16 rooms and a vaulted wine cellar. It is uh, one of the highest points in Alton on Albee Street, Albee Street and contained 15 acres of land. At that time. Mm, okay. Um, the mansion's grounds were planted with rare trees, shrubs, flowers, 
and um, extensive vineyards from which Henry developed the McPike grape, a variation that came to be known nationally. I don't know if it's still around. I, I've never had a McPike grape, no, I No, but at the time, I guess. So uh, Henry named um, the mansion there Mount Lookout. Oh. Because of, you know, it's it the highest high. point in Alton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Henry's involvement in the abolitionist movement has made some speculate that his hilltop mansion might have been used as a stop along the un- Underground Railroad. Okay. Henry Guest McPike lived at the mansion until his death in 1910. And from there, it's a little hard to track its history between uh, then and 1936. But it was believed to have been at some point served as a guest home to Brown's Business College and uh, later was purchased and used as a boarding house by Paul Leitchinger. I also did hear that his son lived in the house after he passed, but I guess that's not documented. It's not documented. Yeah, okay. it's... it's it, I mean, you can speculate all all you want with mm-hmm. this one. It's like for twenty years, it was not. Yeah, there's no nobody knows. clear land records. Got it. So after um, Leichinger, uh died in 1945, the property began to struggle, and by 1950, it was abandoned altogether. It's a lot to upkeep. It I is mean, definitely. I mean, it's yeah, it's a lot. You need to be pretty rich. Yeah, weather, vandalism, and lack of upkeep uh, ravaged the building and grounds. Once being an immaculate home complete with 11 marble fireplaces, elegant crown molding, and integral carved banisters, thieves stole much of the home's finer details, including every single banister, light fixture, and even the toilets. Wow. Those toilets, man. They were (laughs) were awesome. They were pretty amazing, yeah. (laughs) Um, Besides theft and defacement, the home struggled... um, the structural um, part of the house, like the, mm-hmm. the flooring and stuff like that, it, it really really dwindled, mm. leading it to become a condemned building. The floor is no longer safe to walk upon, and the roof began to cave in. Mm. Plans to demolish the aging structure and build a shopping center were proposed in the 80s, but the plans fell through due to zoning issues. The home has been on the top 10 most endangered historical places list for some time now. In 1994, this is who you were talking about, mm-hmm. Sharon and George Ludke uh, decided to buy the property on impulse, and the uh, it was at an auction. Uh, ever since, the couple has been trying to repair, stabilize, and restore the historic home to its former grandeur. But the journey hasn't been an easy one. The expense to repair the roof alone was estimated at a whopping $50,000. And uh, foundational issues, window repair, and the water-damaged floors and woodwork of the home quickly added to the overhead. To help raise funds to restore the McPike, the um, Ludks um, started holding historical and paranormal tours. Group visits include a guided tour of the grounds and the McPike crypt, reviewing the history and hauntings of the home. Yeah, and if you look at pictures online, even more recent ones, I mean, I think it's more, it's certainly safer. You know, they've 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 solidified some of the flooring and you said the, the roof, um, but it still looks pretty dilapidated. Yeah, you well, know? they're still working on they're, it. They're it's, working on it. It's, it's, it's going to take a long time. A long time, but I'm glad somebody's working on it. 
Yeah, yeah. It's just someone on social media was like, isn't this fixed up already? I mean, they've been doing it. It's like, it's, it's been 30 you know, years. Yeah, but... it's been a long time, but it's also a lot of work and they're just two people, regular people, you know? Yeah, and, and they I mean, have to raise make, the funds for it. Too. Yeah, I mean, they do the tours. I did also hear there was like a bridal shower there once, a wedding, mm. you know, they might do, like, I'm sure the grounds are pretty, um, but again, it's not like you're making that much money on those things, you well, know? Well, and I hear that uh, the crown molding was restored in one in one room okay so anybody that's into crown molding (laughs) there there you go so yeah i mean it's a interesting house obviously you know one that a lot of people to be uh, consider it to be something that should be saved um and uh, a popular place to visit yeah absolutely uh alton is is a great area especially you know being into the paranormal Mm -hmm. i mean you would really enjoy it um and yeah, we need to go to some of those uh, paranormal conventions there. I just just haven't pulled the trigger on that one. Yeah, yet. It's a, again for us, it's actually it's a you know it's not a un, undoable drive, but it's not that no. close either. Again, it's the same it's state. A, it's like four hours. Yeah, at least yeah. could be could be five. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a longer drive. But anyways, uh, yeah, there's a lot of paranormal conventions and things happening there. Um, so uh, definitely, if you're looking for a place to go, yeah, that has a lot of spooky. It's a good choice. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we return, I'm assuming you have some evidence. Yes. All right. So we'll get to that. We are excited to announce a new way you can support Ghostly. Joining us on Patreon. There are many reasons to become a patron. Not only are you helping Ghostly cover its own cost, but you can get Ghostly episodes early. You can get up to 25% off Ghostly gear. Get a shout out on the next episode. You can get a priority request for a new episode. Get more Rebecca's creepy bedtime stories. And the biggest news, you can get exclusive content with our new show called Ghostly X for the weeks that Ghostly does not have a new episode as well as many more cool rewards that we can't wait to share with our patrons. So please, help us become the podcast that we've always wanted to be. You can sign up by going to ghostlypodcast.com and clicking on the Patreon link on the menu bar. We are back and it is time. It's time for a debate. For a debate. All right, let's do this. <laughs> okay, so as always, there are numerous stories of people having experiences at this mansion. So I have chosen a few of the most kind of major stories or representative stories to share. Um, but know that it's one of those like, there's just countless little stories that happen all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay, Um 
And here's the other thing. So the owner, Sharon, she claims she believes there's 12 ghosts at this 12. house. 12, okay. Um, but she, I, I couldn't find a list that names them all. I mean, there's a, like, and I think it's always hard to know. I mean, we'll have some stories that are maybe more specific, but most of them, it's a little bit like, we don't know who it is. It's just somebody, you mm-hmm. know, kind of a thing. But, um, but, the, but Henry and his wife and their kids and, uh, you know, just kind of spreads from there. Okay. To people that lived in the house. Um, all right. So let's start with the story, though, from the current owner. Um, mm-hmm. So Sharon says that she had her first encounter with uh, Likinger's ghost, um, who you mentioned was he owned it when it was the boarding house. Yeah. Um, about six weeks after she bought the house, she was on the proper property watering some plants. This is a story I told in my one of the stories I told in my um, ghost story. And she saw a man standing in the window, looking out toward where she was sitting in the front, standing in the front yard. Um, she says a chill came over her, but she noted that the man who then vanished was wearing a striped shirt and a tie. She has a photograph of Paul um, Likinger, and um, he has that exact outfit on. Hmm. Is this the picture that you sent me? No, this okay. is this is different. Though, I, though, to be honest. I'm wondering if it could be the same guy, but this is this is something that happened what in 1984. Okay, but you are going to do that. We're going to do that at a separate okay. time. Um, so this one, I would just say, um, you know, I, I I think it's very common when you have a house like this that's so old and stuff, and especially that it's been, um, you know, almost to the point of being demolished. Um, it's going to be hard for people to look at it as this vibrant place to live or anything <laughs> like that. So I definitely think that it's it's um it has to do with that and has to do with like an active imagination. Um I don't think that there's anything there. And I think that um if she went in the house, like you said that she did in the in the ghost story, that she would not find anything. Yeah. Well and I don't I mean I'm assuming she went in to check it out. Um didn't necessarily say that in that part of the story, I just yeah. assumed. But she she said she saw it vanish like while looking at it. Okay. Um she also has claimed that before owning this house, she never had anything paranormal happen to her. It's hmm. only since she's owned it. Okay. Um so Anna, what's your rating then? I'm gonna go one on this one. Okay. I'm gonna go uh, I'm gonna go seven. I or, feel, you know. You know what? Maybe I'm gonna go up to a two, just okay. because I'm thinking about it. You know, there's not much I can really debate. I don't have any evidence of it myself. Mm-hmm. I it's just someone's word, mm-hmm. and I don't want to say that she's she's you know not a credible person or anything like that. So I'm gonna give it a two, just All because right. I don't know what what was happening there. Okay. I I suspect it was lighting or something like that. Okay. All right. Like I said, I'm gonna. I'll give it a seven. I think it's okay. you know kind of fairly credible. Um, all right. So there is another spirit in the home that mm-hmm. is a young girl named Sarah who smells of lilac perfume. Mm. So that's kind of the overall story. But then dig a little deeper. So both Sharon and her husband have smelled the lilac, and mm-hmm. Sharon believes she was hugged by this servant. And here's the thing. So Sharon nicknamed her Sarah. Mm-hmm. Then one day, a man came by the house to give them some um, of the books that mm-hmm. he actually had taken from the house 17 years before. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he was like a kid and he like took some of these books and he so he, he decided to bring them back. One of the books had the name Sarah Wells' servant written 
um, in it. Okay. Well, I mean, Sarah is a common name. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say that that doesn't mean anything necessarily just because (laughs) she came up with the name Sarah and there was a Sarah. Yeah. What if she came up with a Lisa and there was a Lisa out there? I it, mean, it 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 really doesn't change anything. All right, but I what mean, about the smell in the lilac? So I've smelled lilac when we were at um, um, Bluff City, Bluff City Cemetery. Yeah, so that was interesting. Um, but I just think that there's um, obviously, like I don't know the property, so mm-hmm. I don't know if there's lilacs um, planted. But there was. I mean, he was a. Um, he was into planting all, all these plants and had all these different trees and had all these bushes and flowers. I, I Maybe lilac was there at one point. Mm, or if not, maybe it's something that they thought was lilac. Lilac, you know, sometimes can smell like laundry detergent and stuff too. Mm, interesting. So I'm not exactly sure, but I'm going to say that this seems pretty innocent though. What about feeling like, so, like she was given a hug? I have no idea why... How, I. I don't know how you would feel that. Like, maybe she just wanted that to happen. Whoa. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. For me, this one is, and here I will also say, others have said they smell the lilac, um, but this is, these are the two that are named, you know, so that's why I picked them. Um, and I thought um, that it was pretty, um, pretty interesting that, they like had that she had this feeling that this was a servant named Sarah based on just like what was happening and where it was. And then they find out that, yes, there was in fact a servant named Sarah that worked there. So I thought that was interesting. So for me, well, it doesn't say anything about that. Sarah Wells was, a, was a servant I, in my notes. It doesn't, oh, okay. but I, it does. Okay. It, that's I, I just realized I didn't add that in there, but gotcha. it does. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so for me, I'm going to give this one an eight. Okay. I'm going to, Probably go one on this one. Okay. All right. The next one is from the great Troy Taylor. You know, there is things I say about um, like Zag Baggins and stuff like that. I actually really like Troy Taylor. He seems like a pretty cool guy. So a lot of, you know, Chicago area, we have our own people, but but Troy is really kind of like the gold standard in Illinois for like recording haunted history and getting that information. And he does a lot in Alton. Um, So he actually has a really great article on the haunted Illinois website about the mansion. And he um, talks a lot about different evidence, but he actually tells a personal story of something that happened on a tour he was on. So this is all a quote from Troy himself. I have been lucky enough to take part in some paranormal investigations at the mansion that have left many of us scratching our heads and have also seen some video footage that was filmed in the basement that remains unexplained, which we're actually going to talk a little bit about that later. Um, One investigation managed to pick up a curious event that is worthy of mention. While the entire group was gathered in the wine cellar of the house, a step down below the basement, one of the group members became uncomfortable in the small enclosed space and asked to go upstairs. She was accompanied upstairs by another woman who was present, and soon the group in the cellar was waiting patiently for her to return. After a few moments, the sound of the second woman's footsteps could be heard descending the steps, descending the basement stairs, and then crossing the basement floor. The steps were followed by a short pause, and then the metal door to the wine cellar opened, scraping across the stone floor as it did so. One problem, though. There was no one there. Both of the women who had left were still upstairs, 
and no one had come down the steps. So how did they hear the... I I don't understand. It doesn't make sense to me. So these two women leave Mm -hmm. and they're all just like hanging out like... In the cellar. In the cellar because the one woman was like, I'll escort you upstairs and then she was going to come right back down, right? So they hear the second woman... Mm -hmm. Like they hear her climbing down the stairs and going across the floor. Yeah, but my my problem is this is when they're like nobody was there. Yeah. Well, they were down there. They were down in the cellar. No, no. She. So they hear this woman coming, okay. and then they hear they see the door like her coming. Like she's uh-huh. like coming back in the room, but there wasn't anyone behind the door. Who opened the door? Who and was the making door those opened. Okay. Sounds. Um. Well, yeah. I'm gonna say that the footsteps could be echoes. From the people upstairs, uh, oftentimes it's hard to tell where sound comes from. Uh, often, um, you know, two people can have two distinct ideas of where a sound comes from, and I'm going to say that that's probably what it was. People walking upstairs, um, and they heard that. Now the cellar door, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't totally closed, and it opened because that's what stuff does. You know, if it's like left. If this house is on a hill, so it's very probable that it's not totally level. So I'm going to say that it probably swung open on its own. Okay. For me, this is a crazy story. Um, I think it sounds um, very um, believable and creepy. It definitely goes along with a lot of other stories. You know, I mean, again, there's a lot Mm -hmm. of stories of creepy things happening in the cellar. um, Though this is the most extreme that I read. Um, So, yeah. um, For me, this is... I don't know. I I mean, I I don't know if I've gone to a nine before for a while, but I may go to a nine. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm... You know, I was thinking I haven't gone to a zero in a while. I'm going to go zero then. On this one, because it just makes sense that it could be sounds heard, uh, you know, in different places and stuff like that. And I mean, the burden of proof, it isn't on the skeptic. It's on, you know, the weirdness that, you know, that happens. I mean, I guess to me, they heard her go up. So when they heard her come down, you would think they would know what that sounded like. But I, you know, I, again, I don't know. I don't know if they were in the same exact location mm. when she went up the stairs. I don't I don't know what the situation is. And that's the thing. It's like this is no evidence to me except for that this door opened. And that could be explained because it's an old house on a hill. It and it, it has problems with the floors. So it might not be perfectly level. So that might happen a lot. I don't know. Uh yeah. I mean again I haven't you know, it wasn't Talked about as far as like, oh, that happens all the time. I, I would also have to go see the cellar door and test, you know. I mean, they said like it scraped how, along the floor, so. Well, that, that's just a sound it. that they heard, though. Yeah. All right. Well, we're yeah. not going to agree on this one, so we'll let okay. we'll let the audience. Sure. <laughs> okay. So my next one is a picture um, taken in June of this year. Okay. This is the one that I sent you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So there are supposedly two ghostly, ding, 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 figures in two different windows in this photo. Uh, One is a man in the far left window on like the, I think it's like the first or second floor. And the other is a girl that is supposedly in the very, very upstairs attic window. But what's always interesting with these pictures is it's always off to the side. They're never straight on, you know, where you'd want to see that. But when I zoomed in on this, mm-hmm. 
it looked like like I I think I might have an explanation for this one. A real explanation. What? <laughs> I think that it's spider webs with light um reflecting off of it. Oh, for which one? For the Both of them. Both of them. Both of them look like that. I okay. zoomed in on both of them as much as I could. I don't have the original photos here, so it's a little yeah. bit harder for me. But when I did zoom in on it, it looks just like that. It looks like a like some kind of valley looking thing, mm, you know. Mm-hmm. Not valley, like a veil. Like a veil, like a wedding yeah. veil. Yeah, like a wedding veil. It's got that kind of look to it. Mm-hmm. And that just makes me think of spider webs and stuff up there. So the one thing I'll say is, so I, I opened this article and it said, you know, it's like the headline, like photo posted, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, show, showing ghosts. Um, but I before I scrolled down to see the like special zoomed in, cleaned up version, you know, that they always give yeah. you with the circle. So you know exactly where to look. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I am going to look at this photo and see if I can find where the ghosts are. And it did not take me long to find the man yeah. in the one window. I did not see the girl. But see, our minds are supposed to find like these. We're, we're, we are constantly looking at things to find. Um, and our mind is just like trying to put together the pieces of the puzzle. And so it's constantly looking for faces and constantly looking for people. And that is... Typical of everything. If you look at, you know, a wooden fence and you go board by board, eventually you're going to see something that looks like a person in there. It's not a, it's not a person. (laughs) It's the knots or the way that the wood is. Mm -hmm. Um, That's just what we do. And I really think this is spider webs with light. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it. to me, when you look at the the zoomed in version, it's kind of creepy how much it looks like the person that was described in the first story from thirty years ago, whatever that was. That's I was going to use that our, our argument with that one too, but I don't know for sure that that's spider webs. This one sounds like spider webs, and again, they're off to like the left side of the of the picture frame, and it just looks like if you zoom in enough, it looks like spider webs. All right. Well, we will certainly have this in our uh, show notes as one of our sources. Yeah. So you can go click on it and see. Yeah, absolutely. It's on their, it's on the, um, their, the McMahon, the McPike mansion, um, Facebook page as well. Okay. That's where I'm going to go zero on this one. Okay. I am going to go seven. Okay. Okay. So I have one more. Yes. Okay. So as we know, the cellar, it's the place where a lot of things happen Mm -hmm. there. Um, and we heard Troy's story about that. Um, but then I also found a video, which Troy kind of mentioned too, from the, uh, Okay, I'm not sure if they pry pryam. Uh, it's the the paranormal research investigators of Missouri. Okay, um, and there's a lot going on in this video, um, but uh, the one I thought was kind of interesting is there's like this in one part of the cellar they had this video camera running for hours with no one there, and at one point a clear shadow of a person can be seen on the wall for just like a few moments. Mm -hmm. It's really, really creepy and weird. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's not like the person like then like walks in front or walks behind where like you see more of the shadow. Like it's really weird. Um, Anyways, it just, I thought that was kind of interesting evidence that was caught. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't see the video. So um, I don't know for sure, but I would say that with any, Shadow, there has to be light. 
and the light source, uh, I would want to know what the where the light source is located at when they're doing the filming, what kind of camera it is, stuff like that, to see if these things can happen. But I would bet that it's somebody that actually had, you know, like one of the Priam paranormal people, um, you know, doing their investigation or something in the background. I mean, again, they say that they were not there. They they had that up and they were investigating other places during this time. But all it um, takes is one person yeah. at one time for just <laughs> a brief amount of time. So it's astronomically, I would say that it's crazy to think that there's a shadow person when we can say that there's people in the house. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. I mean, there are people in the house during the time when this is happening because they wouldn't just leave a camera there for days. Mm. Um, so, and obviously no no camera malfunction happened either, which is another thing that happens a lot of... True. Now, yeah. there's another part of the video where they show like a flashlight, but you know, again, yeah. we have too many things. We, we can't talk about I'm them gonna, all. I'm going to have to go zero in this <laughs> okay. one. Okay. I'll give it a five. It, right. It's a little shaky with this So, one. Rebecca, what is your overall rating then? So, my overall rating for this one is going to be pretty high. I am going to give it a... Oh, man. I gave, I gave a nine in there and a bunch of sevens, so I'm going to give it an eight. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to give it a one. Ooh. Yeah, because I gave a two. You did. And I gave a one. <laughs> and so I'm going to have to give it that, but it, it's a reluctant two. Okay. I mean, it's a reluctant one. It's <gasps> a reluctant one. Well, I'm changing it back to one. <laughs> okay. All right. So that brings us to the closing arguments. This is our last chance to convince you to vote our way. We are each given one minute of uninterrupted time. We will time each other on our cell phones because sometimes people go over and you wouldn't even realize it. <laughs> um, Rebecca, are you ready? I am ready. All right. And go. All right. So I think this is one of the most haunted places. Now, what's interesting is I don't think it's a malevolent haunting. Like people don't necessarily seem super scared of the things that happen there. Um, you know, they're touched. We, you know, there was a hug, <laughs> right? Um, they smell things. They, you know, um, they've captured some stuff on video or there's the footsteps. Um, so it's kind of like unsettling, but it's not, it doesn't necessarily seem like it's a, like I said, like a, a super scary or like people are getting possessed or something like that. So I think that's why this place just gets a lot of people visiting there and a lot of little things that happen to people when they go. Um, and uh, I, man, I that story of the um, person coming down and the door opening, too freaky for me though. I mean, again, in a good way. Uh, so definitely haunted. All right. You had a couple seconds left. There you go. All right. Are you ready? I am ready, yes. Okay, and go. So again, we have an old place um, that actually has a pretty peaceful history, and people are going to say that that means that it's haunted, but also places that have a not-so-peaceful history, they say it's haunted, and then also places that are modern are haunted. It's like we don't we don't have anything that says, oh, well, this is definitely what's going to make something haunted is that it's old and that there's stuff that happens there. Um, this place just seems peaceful to me. It just seems old and it's beat up. And um, that is the reason why they're doing paranormal tours there is so that pe they could raise money to fix the place. So that is it. All right. So you had some time left there. Yeah. Well, I want to thank everyone so much for listening. 
we are so excited to get to the spooky season and um we are we have all of our episodes planned out and this is going to be a very very spooktacular uh, October. <laughs> yes. And 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 ending in a really great episode. So uh, anyway, all of them are going to be great and uh, yeah, we're very excited. Yeah, we're really excited too. We're going to be going on one of um Graveside Paranormal's tours on yes. October 21st. It's sold out already though. Oh, bummer. Uh, I'm sorry, but Bob is doing a tour on October 26th. Oh, yeah. So if you so, want to have a tour done by Bob, that would be super yeah, fun. Yeah, and I mean, that's like the next best thing to Ghostly. Yeah, so just go to Graveside Paranormal on Facebook or on yeah. their website and uh, and find those tickets. They yeah, do great, absolutely. great tours worth the price of admission. I, I would definitely say they're just a lot of fun. It's, um, you know, it's nonstop entertainment. Definitely. All right, so I want... To remind everyone to hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, because you don't want to miss out on October. This is this is going to be. I, I think this might be one of our spookiest themes ever. Is the prison idea? Yeah, and I I did the the kind of pre looking to pick some of these. You you picked most of them. I, I, will I say. did, and I, I hope I did well. I, I they they seem pretty spooky to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, we do have our VIP. Um, producer level, which uh, is on Patreon, and we ask them and we give them our our episodes in advance, and they let us know what they think um, that we should do. And we have Alicia, Becky, Kim, Ta, Ernie, Cindy, Kevin, Nicole, Jessica, Alice, Aaron, Hope, and Candy. And so, as I said, this is going to be our spooky month uh, of, of October, and we're going to be doing episodes every single week. Uh, we're going to be talking about haunted prisons, of course, and the first episode will be about the old Maine New Mexico Penitentiary, and it comes out October 4th. Nice. Yeah, are you, you looking forward to that I'm one? I'm excited. This one gets gets high, high spooky ratings. And I will say that one, one of these We've both been to and investigated ourselves. Oh, that's going to be a crazy episode yes. that I don't even know how to prepare for. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're not allowed to because they are withholding evidence from us right yes. now. We've just been told a few things about it. Yeah. So we're going to have to wait and see. I won't even <laughs> know until I hear it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, until next time, stay ghostly. Bye. Bye.